You're listening to Legion of Substitute Podcasters, episode 54, A Mysterious Surprise. And welcome to episode 54 of Legion of Substitute Podcasters. I'm Paul French, and today, today, let's see, what am I today? Oh, I should have really given this... Unprepared lad. (laughs) Unprepared lad, indeed. (laughs) Indeed, it's been a busy day, and... uh, uh, we were out of town all day uh, v- visiting some uh, some friends and uh, and family. So I'm 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 all discombobulated. <laughs> it's like Universal is coming and hypnotized me. Hypnotized. <laughs> hypnotized. Oh, God. <laughs> it's to you, Darren. Uh, I am Darren Noel, and I am keep it down, you lousy kid, kid. Bye. <laughs> I went to the little five points Halloween parade last night or yesterday afternoon and I started drinking around oh three. And I stopped drinking around three. <laughs> yeah. Yes, that was twelve hours of solid drinking. Not much food. And I am now paying the piper. Thank you. <laughs> Poor you Matt. <laughs> oh, I'm Matt Kramer and uh... This week, I am anniversary lad because Tuesday I'll have been married three years. Congratulations. Ooh, thank Aww. you. <laughs> just just a little longer than you, Paul. <laughs> just a little bit. Just a little bit. Well. No, no. You're just a little months. longer than me. Sorry. Because hey. your birthday. Oh, 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 oh my. <laughs> wait a, wait a <laughs> second. Where is this going? This is a very confessional show all of a sudden. <laughs> oh, my. Because your anniversary is in July. August. End of August. End of August. That's yeah, right. Oh, so. right around my birthday. That's right. That's right. That's right. Oh, oh, my. <laughs> it's all about Matt, you know. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Well. <laughs> He's got no comeback for that. Yes, indeed, it's all about it's Matt. It's true. <laughs> and I am Scott Coles, and tonight I am congratulations, lad. We have a listener who apparently just got married, David. That's right. Yay. Congratulations. Yes. Congrats, Good on you. Welcome to the club. Exactly. Kay. That's See, right. See, Darren, he got married. Yes. Yeah. In Massachusetts. In, in Iowa. 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 Yeah. Iowa. Congratulations, man, yes. David. Mm-hmm. That's one of the good states. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So, see, I'm not even going to make it all about me and say I'm from Iowa. <laughs> <laughs> good thing, but good you thing you restrained did. yourself, Matt. I know. <laughs> you suck at this, dude. <laughs> anyway, congratulations, David, and I believe it's Jake. If I'm wrong, well, hey, I'm stupid. At Mazel Tov. Mazel Tov. <laughs> Is that loud enough for you, Darren? That's, that's <laughs> plenty loud, babe. Thanks. <laughs> oh, yes, my. it's torture the partier. Thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <sighs> so not a whole lot of stuff in the uh, in the news this week, um, although it was, there was an interesting bit on uh, on the on the Omnicom. Oh, that was that was really hard to say. <laughs> um, just talking about uh, the Baltimore Comic Con last week, um, and he referred to the uh, the George uh, Perez panel, and where he discussed his um, 
basically he was discussing creators that he'd want that he wanted to work with um, rather than just characters. And he said, because basically Legion of Three Worlds fulfilled his last wish from his fandom days as far as characters that he wanted to draw. So for him, uh, working with creators is what's interesting when considering new projects. So he volunteered that having known Paul Levitt since their days in fandom, he would probably enjoy doing drawing a Legion project for him. Oh. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> um, uh, but and, I want my Legion book monthly. Yes, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so... Uh, mm. Don't hate me, George. I love you. I love George. Don't don't hate me. <laughs> it's the drink talking. I'm sorry. So maybe you can do an annual or something, though. Yeah, yeah. wouldn't yeah, that be awesome? Yeah, annual would be, would be wonderful. I would or love if you give him enough lead time. <laughs> and and actually, you know, when you when you said about about an annual, I was thinking of one shot stories and uh, the comics world lost a uh, uh, lost a bright light over the uh, over the last week. And uh, George Tuska uh, died at the age of ninety three. And uh, of course, he did that that great story when uh, when Colossal Boy takes his wife to meet his parents. Yeah, awesome. I love that story. And 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 he did he did a lot of great stuff. I remember him from the uh, the uh, di- the Adventure Comics Digest. He uh, retold the origin of uh, the Challengers of the Unknown, and I think it was like a three or four part story. And he did the first couple of chapters, and then Alex Toth took over. So, Ooh. not not bad in the way of our of artwork on that on that little round of stories. All right, let's let's all raise our glasses to Mister Tuska. Indeed, indeed. Dear, dear. And done. Cheers. Yeah. So, um, so that's, <laughs> you know, it, it's so funny whenever, whenever Scott does that, it always makes me think of, um, oh God, Jimmy Durante, you know, the cha cha cha. There you go. There, there, there it is, is a, a Jimmy Durante reference. Not every day you hear one of those. <laughs> no. Except apparently on this show, all you hear is references. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> We don't even talk about the Legion anymore. We just sub-reference. <laughs> <laughs> Stop me before I sub-reference again. Indeed. Oh, Indeed. I love you. <laughs> and it's not just... <laughs> hey, come on. And it's not just the booze talking. <laughs> um, so th- <laughs> this week we had, um, we, had, uh, we had some Legion action in... Uh, some Legion action in the pages of Adventure Comics... And uh, by uh, mm. by Jeff Johns, Mike Shoemaker, and uh, Clayton Henry doing the art, and um, the I gotta say, as far as I'm concerned, the uh, the Sun Boy Polar Boy story totally delivered. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. best best one yet. Yeah, absolutely, and and you can see where they've been building because there's little bits that are that are, that are sort of showing up here and there, but uh, you know they they actually have a, a great fight with a villain and. Um, and and there's just some some great stuff as far as the whole let's steam this punk, and, yeah, uh, yeah. and, and just that, the, was, that was funny. Just the fact that they're reusing the line. He says, "You said that before when we fought Superboy Prime." He says, "Yeah, but he didn't hear it." <laughs> mm. So um, anyway, the 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 important thing about this one is that we we've been given another little another little seed as to what's uh, what's going on back in the 21st century, mm-hmm. and um, and apparently. The Legion is not the only one that has an espionage squad back in the 21st. Mm-hmm. So, so now I start thinking, it's like, was that uh, Chameleon Boy that we saw the shadow of? Or could have been Chameleon Chief then? Exactly, exactly. So, could have been, could have been. 
Mm. So anyway, it's uh, it, it just an, another interesting seed planted. We also got to see Thar. Um, oh you know, yeah, and and it turns out not everybody wears the polar boy costume on Thar. <laughs> no, <Nah>. weird. <laughs> they don't have all little stubby legs. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they certainly don't. Um, and and it's interesting because part of the feel of it reminded me of when they would have those. Um, the odd Star Trek: The Next Generation episode where they were on on short on planet leave, you know, and uh, they would be at some. Uh, oh, what was the one where Riker got like the glasses that uh, the sort of virtual reality glasses? I don't know. Yeah. I don't what know. the addictive I, video game glasses? That's were the one. There? That's it. Yes. So clearly, it's been a long time since I saw it. It was probably Ventura. Oh. Ventura, you're right. Which is interesting because, of course, mm. it's where the Luck Lords. They are have from. a Ventura too. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Who doesn't? It's it's a good one to go to for sure. Everything happens mm. on Ventura. That's the go-to place. <laughs> what happens in Ventura stays in Ventura. <laughs> indeed. Unless indeed. you take it back on your ship with you. Then it's a whole yeah. other thing. All bets are off. <laughs> <laughs> so but, wrong. Um, you know, and and interesting in trying to sort of figure out the uh, the you know the the timing of the um, the timeline of the uh of the of the you know the retro boot legion and it it's 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 like we said it's not a clean break <clears throat> as much as uh Johns had said at one point that yeah hit it to him it breaks kind of right at crisis uh clearly mm-hmm. there's some stuff that stayed and some stuff that didn't afterward and uh and I think what's going to end up happening with all of this is is again like we said last week Levitz will take what he what he wants to use and um and and you know, kind of pass on the uh, on the stuff that he doesn't. Just mm. just like any good writer will do, you know. And, mm-hmm. uh, and oh sure. yeah. And uh, but but I do like the idea here that uh, where where some boy mentions the possibility of uh, of of the villain that they fight in this issue, um, that he should maybe start a legion of substitute villains since he was rejected from the legion of supervillains. <laughs> so. Yeah, that was tacky, wasn't it? <laughs> Mm. Oh, Poor there, there really kind of already was one with the Justice League of Earth. Well, absolutely. Yeah, yeah no, it's a good point. Absolutely. And uh, speaking of, um, of of subs and and that kind of thing, I picked up a bunch in in the dollar bin this week at uh, the comic store. I actually picked up a bunch of old um, Secret Origins issues, including the Fortress Lad issue. Um, yeah, yeah. So I was I was quite pleased to find that one. Uh, Scott, do you have the one with Congorilla? Yes, of course. Oh, okay. I wasn't sure. Oh, I picked it up for you just in case. Skimp and uh, who's the other uh, one? Rod. Uh, I think yeah. so. Yes. Yeah. So okay. I just oh, want. I, I just want. I, I thought I'll pick this up just in case because I know oh, yeah. someone who likes the monkeys. Um, but <laughs> well, uh, thank you. but I think I will enjoy it nonetheless. I picked up I'm a sure bunch. I picked up all of the Legion themed ones that they had there. So they had the. Um, uh, Phantom Girl Origin uh, by the Beer Bombs and Dave Cockrum, I believe. Mm. And um, also the Legion of Substitute uh, of Substitute Heroes, um, along with mm. Dr. Light. Um, also, uh, oh gosh, there was... The, oh, the, 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 dead, dead, the Dead Legionnaires the issue, yeah. So Chemical yep. King, uh-huh. Invisible Kid, and Feral Lad. <laughs> and um, let's see, what else? Oh, well, of course, the Ambush Bug uh, issue. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, oh, I don't have that, that one yet. You do now, you sir. You gotta get the ambush bug. One. You do That's now, right. sir. I know. I've been looking for it. You're covered. Oh, I love that one. You, you have it now. 
Thank you. No problem. No problem, sir. Merry early Christmas. Yeah. In, indeed. No, there was a, I, I, I got a, a bunch of great issues there, and it was, uh, um, it, it was, it was, you know, kind of quite a nice surprise. I'm just sort of, you know, I just sort of picked a, one at random, and it's like, ooh, Secret Origins. What do they got? And you know, I very, I, I very nearly <laughs> picked up just a ton of issues because they had, but it was like, you know, do I really need Batman in the Mud Pack? I don't think yeah. so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was a good one, though. So I like, I, I like the Mud Pack. It'll still yeah. be there next week. I was just kind of like, okay, let's Probably let's true. just ease it up mm. a little. <laughs> and so I just picked up picked up the Legion themed issues. And uh, um, but you you were certainly right about that uh, Justice League uh, cave story. <laughs> that was pretty <laughs> wild, wacky, eh? <laughs> seriously. So, um, but yes, yeah, so lots of lots of fun to be found in the dollar bins uh, this week. And uh, and you know, I'll always enjoy the origins and. Uh, the the Doctor Light one's pretty pretty nutty too. That's in the same issue as the Legion of Substitute Heroes. Yeah, Doctor Light. <laughs> that that would be uh, Doctor Arthur Light, not Doctor oh, yes. Kimio Uchi. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, uh, she we'll, she needs a different name. Dr. You know Light. what? They they changed the name of the female Captain Marvel. You know what? <laughs> ah. Yeah, and I hate that they did that. It was a total sellout. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I, I hated that. It's like, no, no, she's not worthy of the title. It's like, what the hell? You named her uh, Captain Marvel? Keep her Captain Marvel. Yeah. But see, in this case, it's because the other, well, the other Dr. Light, he's a little more melty now, but. uh... Yeah. (laughs) Uh, He's been dead once. He'll be dead again. The Yankee Candle Company, isn't he? Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. No, that's a good point, Scott. He'll be, uh, well, I, I mean, I can't. I can't imagine that they're not going to have him uh, face, uh, you know, Black Lantern. So oh, yeah, he'll, so. he'll be, you know, he'll be lanternized pretty soon. I would imagine. So yeah, I think he already already is. We just haven't seen him yet. Uh, I think he was eight. in the in what <laughs> issue was it where where they were on the satellite? Was that number two? Oh, you're right. That's right. Yes. So there you go. See proof. It's already happened. <laughs> That's what happens in the future. Stuff has already happened. This has already occurred. <laughs> Isn't that convenient, folks? <laughs> All right. All so right. so what's what story we got uh, we got today, Matt? We have uh, adventure number three hundred and fifty. The outcast, the outcast superheroes, and do you have the credits on this one? Because I don't uh, have any yeah, issue. Sec. So three fifty. Uh, let's see here. Uh, cover by uh, Swan and Klein, of course. The story is written by E. Nelson Bridwell. Um, right. and with artwork by Kurt Swan and George Klein. So, uh, so that's kind of interesting. It's just a little break in the. Um, in in the shooter story, we've actually got a couple coming. Oh, oh I guess this this two parter is. Um... Yeah, it's two parter, and then shooter goes on for a bit. Yeah, because initially, initially he'd only sold those for those four stories. Mm-hmm. That makes that makes sense. Yeah. Yes. Well, we get into uh, certainly when shooter comes back in, he he comes in with a bang. So. Oh yeah. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> exactly. <clears throat> but uh, the. The issue on the cover says, The tale that will stun the world. The Legionnaires kick out their buddies, Superboy and Supergirl. Find out the reason in the outcast superheroes. And we've got uh, Superboy and Supergirl walking 
away from the Legion in tears, and there there's probably sad walking away music going on. But we start out and on the first page, Superboy is saying they have expelled us. We're gulp out of the Legion, and in come a couple people dressed in. Uh, suits of armor and saying, and we're their replacements. Introducing Surprise and Mysterious. <laughs> <sighs> and that's Sir, S I R, Prize, P R I Z E, and Miss, M I S S, Terius, T E R I O U S. See, Surprise's powers is he's like a Price's Right host. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's the master of all, you know, consolation gifts. He can tell you how much something costs within a dollar. Exactly. <laughs> Without mysterious, I have no clue what her powers are. <laughs> They're mysterious. <laughs> They're whatever they need to be in order to uh, proceed the plot along. Yeah. Oh, yay. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> Exposition <Yeah>. lad. <laughs> yeah. uh, hopping heroes. Why have Superboy and Supergirl been given the heave-ho by the Legion? And who are the... Le- the lead-clad lad and the metal-plated miss taking over for the boy blockbuster and made of might. To get the lowdown, don't miss a panel of the outcast superheroes. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. How many nicknames do they have? This is going to be a groaner. Just, just to, uh, to take a, a quick look at, uh, at the writer of this story, E. Nelson Bridwell. Um, he died back in 1987, and I, I vividly remember the Meanwhile column where they uh, yeah. where they talked of his passing. And I just remember uh, Giordano saying something about, you know, a little while back I wanted to uh, ask a, an obscure question about something that happened on Krypton, and the first reaction was to call Nelson. Um, but um, here's something that's interesting. Uh, he was a writer for Mad Magazine and, in mm. fact, wrote the now famous catchphrase, What you mean, we, we white man? <laughs> um, so uh, uh, I'm sure Peter Rios will be interested to see that one because that's a phrase he uses quite often. Um, and uh, of course, he wrote the Batman, Batman comic strip and also the Super Friends, and uh, also created the Inferior Five. Ooh. Um, well known for oh. possessing an encyclopedic knowledge of various comics related <laughs> trivia, and um, basically, yeah, he was kind of the, the go-to guy in the uh, in in the you know late 60s and uh, and through the 70s early 80s he was the uh, mark wade of his era definitely you know actually that's yeah. that's a, a that's a perfect um that's a that's a perfect comparison because uh, he so they, they talk about how he wrote some stories for Mad and for Katie Keene and then he joined DC Comics uh, in 65 as assistant to editor Mort Weisinger mm. uh, which you know you know that's going to be a crappy job <laughs> <laughs> oh, so uh, he eventually became an editor himself uh, on Lois Lane and, and Superman Family. Uh, Jim Shooter uh, recalls that Weisinger did not always treat his assistant well, saying that his assistant Nelson Brid- was Nelson Bridwell, and boy, he tortured Nelson. He was just awful to Nelson. Uh, but Bridwell recalled in 1980 an important lesson that he learned from Weisinger, which was you've got to keep in mind that while there are a lot of people who have read the characters before, there's always new people coming along, and you've got to realize that you can't count on them to know the whole legend of the character. Mm-hmm. And um, 
And of course, he also was the guy who put together th- those three uh, 1970s anthologies, which were the uh, the third from the 30s to the 70s series that they did for Ooh. Superman, Batman, and Shazam. I remember I had that Batman volume, and I read the hell out of that book. Um, I used to check out that uh, Shazam one from the library. Oh yeah, they were fantastic. I um, I think I I think I took out the the Superman one numerous times from the library as a kid as well. Check if it's still there, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, and of course he uh, was also still a freelancer with uh, with Mad. Um, some of the stories were actually illustrated by Joe Orlando, who we talked about several episodes ago. And uh, Orlando was of course suggested by Birdwell as the artist for the Inferior Five. Mm. Um, also a big fan of, of continuity and this was always something that really interested him um, and he said that he always remembered getting a bit perturbed at times as a kid by having things that just didn't fit right and um, so he uh, so he knew the uh, the wide range talked about like the wide range of Martian races that DC used between uh, you know the Atom, Wonder Woman, uh, Superman and, uh, and the JLA um, he also was an early advocate of the theory that the Marvel and DC characters exist in the same universe citing early uh, intercompany crossovers such as the Spider-Man versus the Amazing Spider-Man uh, story and, <laughs> uh, and then of course when you got into some of you those mean Superman versus Amazing Spider-Man don't you? I think that is what I meant. Yes. No, it was the DC Spider Man. You remember him? I do remember hey, him. But he shows up in this story. There you <laughs> go. He does actually. There's a little snarkiness here. Exactly. So Bridwell's yeah, love and knowledge of old comics uh, led go. led to his becoming editor on numerous reprint books, including Digest, Giant Size Comics, and hardcover anthologies. He also worked as as an assistant editor to Julius Schwartz, uh, keeping track of continuity between the numerous Superman titles published. And part of his job was to manage the letter columns for all the Superman titles. And uh, he actually was the one that standardized the Kryptonian language and alphabet. So he established wow. the uh, the 118 Nerd! yes yes the 118 <laughs> character alphabet, which was used by DC until, of course, uh, John Byrne came along. Once again, there Oi. you go, there you go, <laughs> and uh, and and so um, of course, as I mentioned, uh, it's said that he uh, basically created the the. Uh, Inferior Five, along with Jack Miller, who had come up with an idea for a group of incompetent heroes called the Inferior Four, but he decided to create five heroes and change it to the Inferior Five, hmm. and so he created these heroes sort of a clown set, and then uh, Joe Orlando uh, created the costumes. He also wrote for Action Comics, Adventure Comics, as we're going to see here, Super Friends, The Secret Six. He came up with the original Ooh. Secret Six uh, uh-huh. with uh, the whole Mockingbird thing. Of course, Shazam, yeah, when uh, when Shazam came over to DC. Uh, Superman, Superman Family, World's Finest Comics, and The Legion of Superheroes. He uh, also wrote the Captain Adam and the Amazing uh, Zoo Crew, the Oz Wonderland War Captain trilogy. Adam and the Amazing Zoo Crew? I, I just Are you I, Paul? I think I must be. <laughs> I think he's had the special brownies. Though mm. <laughs> so I'd read Captain Adam and the Zoo Wouldn't group. that be totally awesome? Would. <laughs> I wouldn't read Captain Adam right now if they paid me. I'm spinning gold With here. the Zoo Crew? With then the Zoo, you have the awesome. Zoo Crew, I just wouldn't read Captain Adam. He's no, but it's Captain Adam and the Zoo Crew. You have to have one without with the other. That's I how it know. works in our imaginary so, uh, universe here. <laughs> you're making my dwarf hit my retina again. There you go. He also <laughs> created um, uh, Fire and Ice um, the characters. Not the not actual Fire and Ice, but uh, but the uh, 
I guess at the time they were referred to as Green Flame and Ice Maiden in the Super yeah. Friends because he basically yeah. basically the Global Guardians were his thing. So mm-hmm. sweet, I like them too. Exactly, and here's a little bit of trivia in Watchmen. Uh, Captain Metropolis, his name is Nelson Gardner, and that is a tribute to Nelson Bridwell and Gardner Fox. Yes. Cool. So there you go. Take it away, Matt. He does all that good stuff, and then we get surprise and mysterious. (laughs) He he did create the the Global Guardians. It's only two issues. It's okay. It's It's only two long issues. We're really getting into the point where, like, every story has far-reaching, you know, continuity implications mm-hmm. now. So. And, and this one still does. I mean, oh, you yeah, know. Totally. Oh, yeah. Two things I can think of off to the top of my head, but we'll, we'll get there. We'll get, we'll get there. Excellent. This Give issue <laughs> issue starts off in the 20th century with uh, <laughs> Clark in, in Smallville, and he's cleaning the secret trophy room in the basement, and he's He's got all the statues of the legionnaires there, and the statue for Invisible Kid is glowing. And he's thinking, uh-oh, the statue out of the Invisible Kid is lighting up. That means an emergency legion meeting since he's the legion's leader. And then he zips off through the time stream and because it's rainbow, but there's exactly. no years. Mm-hmm. He could end up anywhere. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> but he... Lands in front of the clubhouse successfully in the 30th really? century. Yes. <laughs> and, and he's immediately uh, overcome with uh, feeling weak. And Brainiac 5 is waiting for him and ushers him inside and says, Hurry, Superboy, you'll be safe in the clubhouse. Brainiac 5, thanks a heap, pal. So <laughs> that is the Legion clubhouse. It's made out of lead. <laughs> It's lead line, like every building. Uh, And they they let Manel in there. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Awkward. Mm. But uh, with Superboy inside, Brainiac 5 says, There, the kryptonite rays can't penetrate our lead-lined headquarters. There we go. (laughs) And Superboy sees Supergirl's already there. It's a Supergirl. I see they sent for you, too. What's all this about? I don't know. I just got here myself. And Brainiac 5 says, Invisible Kid and some others are waiting in Space Monitoring Center. You'll find all about it there. Let's get a move on. Move on. Only Kryptonite can weaken me like that. But I didn't see any of this stuff nearby. And we get the full explanation of what the... What, what Kryptonite, Kryptonite is. is but mm-hmm. We already know. <laughs> <laughs> we see it a lot in the 30th century. Yeah, exactly. If you don't, just listen to any past issue. <laughs> so guaranteed. this must be the explanation of where all the kryptonite comes from. <laughs> uh, and then moments later, uh, Brainiac 5 is explaining that uh, a, crypt- a green kryptonite cloud has surrounded the Earth, and that's why they're weakened. Mm. And... Supergirl says, but surely it's nothing to worry about. I imagine it'll drift off in a few days. Brainiac 5 says, oh, I'm afraid not. This green K has some unusual properties. Here's what my researchers have discovered. And uh, this green K happened to pass through a... uh, some years ago, this dust was a swarm of green K meteors, which passed through a strange incandescent nebula. When they emerged, they had been volatilized to dust and changed in other ways, too. For one thing, the dust 
is strongly attracted to Earth's magnetic field. You won't lose that attraction for at least two years. Uh-oh. Mm. And uh, at that time, just Cosmic Boy was flying off into the clouds to try to use his powers to repel the uh, dust. But, eh, as he says, I flopped. My power isn't great enough for a titanic job like this. Earth's field is too strong. And then uh, Lightning Lad and Sun Boy go off to try to help. And uh, I don't know what they thought. Uh, zapping the cloud or... Heating oh, you know, electromagnetism or heat induction, something like that. <laughs> true, true. But the science, lightning lads, <laughs> most you, powerful. You. <laughs> uh, lightning lads, most powerful bolts have no effect in that confounded cloud. <laughs> I like how they got the little emblems on the uh, shoulder pads of their spacesuits. Yes, exactly. Yeah, uh-huh. and and Sun Boy. It's perfectly fine. He says, I am projecting the heat of an exploding supernova, the hottest thing in the universe. But this green K is completely re- heat resistant. I, I can't think that would do very uh, good things for the atmosphere. You, you think? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> atmosphere, schmatmosphere. And oh, here, come, here comes another drink. Invisible Kid says, no, they both no struck thanks. out. Hey, baseball. <laughs> baseball. <laughs> We still have an ace in the hole, Element Lad. And uh, Element Lad tries to change the kryptonite to helium gas, but uh, he sets off a chain reaction, and uh, the dust is sparkling like a fireworks display. And he gathers some up into a cylinder he brought along, and he's going to take it back for further investigation. Mm-hmm. Shortly in the Legion's lab, your hunch was right, Element Lad. If you'd used any more power on the Green K dust, you would have caused a chain reaction that could have destroyed Earth. Crashing comets, what a narrow escape, says Superboy. <laughs> An invisible kid says, okay. you both know what that means. Yes, we will be unable to take part in Legion missions without exposing ourselves to that deadly green K. It means we must be expelled from the Legion. Prime missed opportunity for a choke there. Yes. Choke! <laughs> or Not maybe ex- they just don't call them in for missions for two years till the dust goes away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And as far as Superboy and Supergirl are concerned, two years could be five seconds. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Science. The same age. <laughs> uh, Invisible Kid says, not expelled, but honorably discharged. Come on, we might as well start the ceremony and get oh, so it they over. they get their pension still, that's good. <laughs> there <laughs> you go. Yeah, exactly. Get their benefits for six months still, that's all right. It's not so yeah. bad. We still get our dental plan. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Uh, back in the Legion Science Hall, uh, Element uh, Invisible Kid says, all right, Brainiac 5, you know what to do. Check, kid, the time cube's operating. So, looks like they are still using Ron Vidar's time cube. Yes. I wonder if they asked him. Well, they couldn't leave it at the at the science fair. Come on. <laughs> and, and so, see, here's a perfect example of, of Bridwell's devotion to continuity. He made sure to pick that thing up from the last issue. It's also the first time we've seen the uh, the statues in a little while. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, it's it's the first time we've seen the statues being used as like a a summoning device, isn't it? Um, there was one with where light the lightning lad statue uh, was, was oh, right, going. and that was that was okay. fairly early on though. So this is it's been yeah. it's been several years since they've used that uh, that device. I think callback. Okay. Yes. <laughs> uh, Brainiac Five uses a time cube, and all of the statues from the from Superboy's trophy room vanish, and from the year 1966, the. The trophies from uh, Linda, from Supergirl, Linda Danvers' home, vanish. And they appear back in the 30th century, and Supergirl and Superboy are both confused about why they brought them back here. And Invisible Kid says that he'll explain after an important ceremony. And as all the Legionnaires gather... Visible Kid says, we have trophies for you commemorating Legion missions you've taken part in. This statue for you, this statue of you, Superboy, was made from a fragment of the golden ship used by Dr. Regulus. Thanks, kid. <laughs> and Sunboy uh, gives Supergirl a the Satan Girl costume. <laughs> oh, yeah. Remember that yeah. time when you were like a villain? <laughs> mm-hmm. It was a reminder of it. Yeah. And, uh, Speaking of things you might not want to be reminded of, Saturn Girl gives Superboy the uh, Krypton flag, which was used in the uh, Krypton Civil the, the Civil War of the Legion. Yes. Oh, well, this me. is basically one big clip show. It, it totally is, you know. And it, I was saying it's it's like you can you can see the devotion to uh, to continuity, but now it's like it, within two pages we've got sort of eight or nine different things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. I got a turn. It's continued on the fifth page following. <laughs> Holy so, crap. Yeah, really. I'm going over <laughs> the bits of Legionnaire business. And in this issue, we get in the origin of Chameleon Boy, which I don't know if it's really been told before. And it's kind of uh, kind of ironic that we get it in this issue if we know another person who makes a first appearance in this issue and how he will relate to Chameleon Boy down the line. Oh, yes. yes. You're so cryptic, Matt. Yes. I'm sure Darren will talk about that. It's all about you. Yes, exactly. It's all about Matt. (laughs) Turns out out Chameleon Lad's from Iowa. (laughs) (laughs) Just like me. Uh, No, no, no. But Captain Kirk is. (laughs) But but he does it turn as it turns out live uh, in the city on Durla called Wisconsin. So yes. <laughs> oh, all about the cheese. Oh, there's no cities on Durla. <laughs> That's madness. Uh, but they they must have some sort of store that sells all of their cloaks. Mm. Yes, exactly. So, so now, so now, think of this, right? You've got you've got Paul Levitz, who's a huge Legion fan back in the '60s, um, and for him to make that connection between Chameleon Boy, I wonder how much that was influenced by the fact that they both, uh, uh, you know, we saw the we saw the origin of Chameleon Boy for the first time, and we I, have the first appearance of that character. I think it may have actually been Bridwell who wrote the Secrets of the Legion mini. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, then, then, then we can be pretty sure that it was influenced by this. But, I'll, uh, yeah, I'll you're right, yeah. Oh, 
Right. You keep reading, Paul can check it. Yes. Okay, cool. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> before the uh, before back to the story, we have an, a DC house ad for the return of Plastic Man. Woohoo! Yes. He's not as strong as Superman. As brainy as Batman, as fast as the Flash, as small as the Atom, or wet as Aquaman. But he, what is he? He's the one, the only plastic man, the slyest, slipperiest, slinkiest superhero of them all, making his triumphant return in brand new exploits on sale September 22nd. So he'd been not printed for probably 10 years or so. 10, 15, yeah. An old quality comics character. Mm-hmm. But uh, back to the story. Uh, Superboy gets uh, a couple kisses Smoochies. from <laughs> Duo Damsel mm. and a replica of Computo. Like, how, how inappropriate, <laughs> right? Oh, my God. Isn't that just horribly tragic? <laughs> Especially from them. That is weird. It really is. Yeah, well, she's, she's the Glenn Close of... Uh, <laughs> uh, I won't be ignored, Kal-El. Yeah, uh, yeah, you will be, sweetie. Both you and Law. And uh, Brainy gives Supergirl the uh, the mask she wore as the unknown legionnaire, and then yet another disguise. Yes. <laughs> and then they kiss. And oh. she thinks this is one of the saddest moments of my life to be forced to leave them all, especially Brainiac Five. And the Supergirl says, "Ah, we'll at least have all of the all these mementos to treasure our time in the Legion." And Invisible Kid says, "No, sorry, I'm afraid that we must take we must even take them away from you." <laughs> and, what? Uh, yeah, <laughs> Moses Lack visits the 30th oh, century. <laughs> Uh, and uh, Invisible Kid says, back in the 20th century, you might inadvertently lead clues to her secret weapons, clues which your enemies could find and use against you. We're going to brainwash you and make you forget the very existence of the Legion. And they uh, mm-hmm. throw all of these things in a in a vault and says, uh, they say that they when the cloud passes, you can come back and reclaim them. <laughs> wow. And... Uh, then Invisible Kid takes Superboy and Supergirl into uh, an operating room, and Supergirl says, I don't get it. I thought we were going to be subjected to brainwashing, not brain surgery. Yeah. <laughs> Brainiac details, 5. Details. Yeah. <laughs> Brainiac 5 says, it'll be both in a way. We'll have to implant these kryptonite capsules in your brain. You can't. Kryptonite is deadly to us. Besides, it's impossible to operate on us. We are invulnerable. And uh, Brainiac 5 says that the capsules will be reduced to a microscopic size and inserted in a lobar area where they will only affect your memories. You see, the operation will be performed without an incision by shrinking violet. Oh, so this is like in Wolverine where he gets the bullet in the head and suddenly forgets everything about the, uh, <laughs> the baddies and the stuff. Yeah. It just hits in just the right place. I get it. What what year was did the movie The Incredible Voyage come out? I'm looking it up now, actually. Science! Because <laughs> I'm guessing it was probably around, sometime around 66. That's a fantastic voyage. Yeah, fantastic voyage. 
Yeah. But Brainiac That's fabulous. 1966. There you go. Written and by E. Kleiner. Next issue, or the the next uh, story arc, we get another movie of the time being referenced. But mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Brainiac 5, who is colored blue in the next panel. First, I must get a look at your brain. Since ordinary x-rays can't pierce your skins, Ultra Boy will provide the power which, with his penetravision, which can see through even lead. And see, he's green in the archive, so they corrected it. Nice. Uh, is he implying that Superboy and Supergirl have lead heads? <laughs> <laughs> but Ultra is Ultra Boy also blonde? He, he's blonde in this panel with the green. Ultra Boy is a brunette. Sorry. Okay, so yeah, they must have really fixed it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's good. And, uh, well, a fluoroscope screen is lowered, and, ah, my ray probe identifies a square in the cerebrum, retaining Superboy's memories of the Legion. That's the place for the capital. Capsule, not capital. <laughs> hey, Paul. <laughs> the capital of uh, Tika located inside Superboy's brain. There's yeah, just no bro. reading going on here. Tell <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, and after all the work is done, Violet shrinks and uh, goes in what looks to be his nose. Yep. <laughs> That's a gigantic nose. With a rubber hose. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, she's... Swimming through him, much like the Fantastic Voyage. Mm-hmm. And uh, then she eventually gets attacked by his white blood cells. And Which didn't that happen in the movie? I think yeah, so. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Mm. See, there you go. It happened in The Brave and the Bold, so. That's right. Yeah, that's true. Yes. <laughs> that's, that's true. true. Uh, and uh, she... After she drops off the capsule, that's when all the blood cells start attacking her because well, she doesn't have the kryptonite in her anymore. So, uh-oh, they got to act fast before she gets killed. And uh, she's trying to reach his, his tear duct. This is awesome. <laughs> and uh, he... The only way to save her is to make her cry. Make, make Superboy Love cry. Cry, Superboy, cry. <laughs> Come on, cry, you sissy, cry. <laughs> so he, he makes himself... <laughs> <laughs> uh, makes Why himself... am I blonde and wearing glasses all of a sudden? What the hell? <laughs> uh, he makes himself think of the saddest thing he can. His parents on the planet Krypton, Jor-El and Lara, they saved his life by sending him to Earth in a rocket just before Krypton exploded. And he carved a memorial and an asteroid later on for him. And oh, the tragic thoughts do their work. A teardrop forms and inside it (laughs) flows the miniature maid. So wait a second. All that and they do all that and not a single choke to be found? I know. Choke! Had to be done. It's like a choke overload. Exactly. It's definitely like one of those 80s, you know, montage scenes in the bad movie. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Where there's some rock ballad playing on in the background, you know? (laughs) (laughs) And uh, once uh, Violet escapes, she 
grows to normal size. And she says, the antibodies can't affect me when I'm big. Thanks, Superboy. Thanks, as if they can, the obvious laughs. As if they can really affect her outside of his body. <laughs> well, Check, you just know. be glad I didn't sneeze. Oh. Yeah, that's not yeah. funny. <laughs> oh. oh, super boogies. Uh, Nose goblins, yay. It's a whole other kind of green K. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Yeah. But then Brainiac 5 gives Violet an extra piece of kryptonite for when she goes inside Supergirl. And <laughs> you got to figure Superboy's like, hey, hey, not so close, buddy. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> He's just waving it around. Yes. Makes him feel like a big man. <laughs> in fact, just just to compare this to uh, Fantastic Voyage, um, Raquel Welch's character gets attacked by a swarm of antibodies. Mm-hmm. There you go. And in fact, it takes weeks for the blood to generate antibodies, which tend which bind to a new target. And there has to be a fair amount of the target floating around. <laughs> so one molecule or one cell won't provoke the immune response. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> there you go. Science. <laughs> oh my. But Who yeah. fell over? It wasn't me. It wasn't me. That was Dang. my uh, Galactus head falling off my beer bottle. Uh. <laughs> you drink your beer through Galactus's head? No, I just use it to keep the bugs out. Mm. Oh. Truly, Canada is a strange place. <laughs> this is... <laughs> oh, there you go again. This is, this is a conversation I never expected to be having. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, after Supergirl's uh, operation has been done, uh, Invisible Kids says the kryptonite will start working soon. Bef- before it does, we'll send you back to your own time in the time cubes. But uh, Superboy and Supergirl have a favor that they want to ask of Invisible Kid. They want to name their own replacements. And uh, Invisible Kid says, well, I suppose it's all right. Who are they? I'm sorry. We can't tell you. They call themselves <laughs> Surprise and Mysterious. Promise you'll do nothing to learn their identities. That includes Ultra Boy using his Penetra vision and Saturn Girl reading her uh, – using uh, and Saturn Girl her mind re- reading powers. Yeah, <laughs> mm. uh, That's a – Awkwardly constructed sentence. Yes, yes. yeah, Awkwardly exactly. Awkwardly constructed sentence. Hold it. Well, are we wearing masks? Yes, but for reasons we can't explain Duh. now. Oh, one must know who they are. Trust us. <laughs> Take them into the Legion at once. Don't even bother giving them the usual tests. I promise you won't regret it. If we're Legion anyone. Constitution, what? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh-oh, don't tell. <laughs> yeah. Don't tell girl. Uh, well, that's ironic, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> but if it were anyone, if it were anyone but you two, I'd say no dice. But okay, I guess you know what you're doing. Fine, now send me back to 1966. There she goes. Joke. I may never see her again. You're oh, next, super boy. Thanks, or whoever you are. The kryptonite is starting to work. He's forgetting us. <laughs> and, Score. Uh, back at Stanhope College, September 1966. Now, let me see. What was I going to do? Oh, yes. Now I remember. And uh, in Smallville, some years earlier. Now, what did I have on the agenda for today? Of course, I have a surprise to pull on someone. 
Is that all Superboy did is pull surprises? <laughs> well, he's pulling a surprise. Isn't he? Oh, zinger. And back in the uh, Legion Clubhouse, now that Superboy and Supergirl are back in their own time. But since they use the time cube, does that mean they'll be back in 24 hours? Uh, oh, yes. Be. That was, yes. <laughs> So mm. much for slavish devotion to continuity. Another <laughs> <laughs> uh, doorbell goes off, and uh, we we see two armored <laughs> figures. Sound like anyway. <laughs> Bring <laughs> weeping Luna. Who are you? I am surprise. I am mysterious. Well, this is a mysterious surprise. For more surprises, turn to part two. <laughs> Yeah. Yay, part two. Um, just uh, while, while at, at the chapter break here, um, Secrets of the Legion of Superheroes in 1981 was indeed written by E. Nelson Bridwell along with Paul Copperberg. Pizzow. Uh, so, and art uh, by Jimmy James. Yeah, Jimmy James, exactly. Jimmy James. Dino Matt. <laughs> <laughs> no. Hurting. Not to... Not, Make it the the Matt show again, <laughs> but oh. in, he also in, wrote uh, the, uh, <laughs> in the in the Legion Outpost. We actually have a letter written by the father of a girl that I went to high school with. That's crazy. <laughs> Did you go to high school with all these people? I mean, come on. I went to. Uh, because, no, he uh, went to school with her, his daughter, not her, not him. Yeah. Uh, her dad went to high school with my mom. <laughs> oh, it's the Matt show. It totally is. <laughs> oh, all about We're Matt. We're just lucky he allows us to bask in his glory. Okay? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I, for one, am thankful. It's like, there's a letter in here, and it's from the guy who served me ice cream three years ago at the Baskin Robbins. <laughs> What's his letter about, Matt? <laughs> um, the letter is is since Saturn Girl comes from the planet Saturn, why does she need a flight ring? The gravity of Saturn is much greater than Earth, so she should be able to fly under her own power. And the editor says the answer is simple. Actually, Saturn Girl was born on Saturn's largest satellite, Titan, which has a gravity comparable to Earth's. There you go. <laughs> also, just because your gravity is lighter than Earth's doesn't mean you'll be able to fly. <laughs> Exactly. That's true. Although it might I guess, mean you could jump pretty far. Yeah, I guess that was the uh, the sort of the uh, de facto explanation for why why uh, Superman could fly. But I think mm-hmm. that the, uh, the the Kryptonian um, uh, gravity was of, of a, an entirely different magnitude. I'm sure that is just poor science. <laughs> <laughs> Where are they with bringing the science? Science. <laughs> uh, uh. Oh, and just my. in time for Halloween, part two. <laughs> the Devil's Dozen. Dun, dun, dun. Sort of. It says, have there ever been a more misnamed chapter ever? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, at least they address it. <laughs> mm. But still. <laughs> do they? Uh, yeah. yeah, they do. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's Let's skip the preliminaries now and get right into the main event. The new Legionnaires have been admitted and sworn in when an alert from the Interplanetary Bank. That means trouble. <laughs> Hurry, thieves are entering the bank. I don't know how they got past our best guards. And East Guards. They, 
Oh, our beast guards. Mm-hmm. Uh, Important <laughs> distinction in this case. It is indeed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and they, they've got a line to a teller at the bank. Because <laughs> it's it. It says Teller behind him. Yep. That's his name, Mr. Teller. <laughs> Mr. President Teller. of uh, Sun Terry Blank. <laughs> uh, and Invisible Kid says, Colossal Boy, Lightning Head, Chameleon Boy, Saturn Girl, this job's for you. Quick, turn on the accelerator. Mind if I tag along, boss man? Well, okay, Head. <laughs> Maybe you'll learn something, or I'll Aww. teach you high school heroes a thing or three. Oh, look at that. Ooh, he's been he's snap. been with the yeah. Legion less than three panels and already he's got his own uh, nickname, Leadhead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's talking smack. Mm-hmm. And uh, now we get Pharaoh Ed showing up and says, he says, I don't like his attitude. I wear a mask, too, but I don't conceal my identity from the rest of you. In case you missed an issue, the mask character is Pharaoh Ed, who joined the Legion Adventure number 346, Ed. Which, let's just point out something here. It's the first time that any of the new Legionnaires have shown up outside of the shooter mm-hmm. story. Yes. Yeah. And isn't it really easy to to just redraw one of the guys as Pharaoh Lad here and rework the rest of the story in part two? Mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of, yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh, we should pay attention to those new characters he invented. Okay. Uh-huh. Slap in here. <laughs> yeah. Brainiac 5 says, who knows what's behind that armor? Our new members might even be robots. To see what happened at the bank, let's go back a few hours and look at the dark, sunless world, which bears the name of the ancient Greek netherworld, Tartarus, which we will see this world a lot more in the five-year gap. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes, we will. This small planet is a hideout for criminals of many worlds, ruled over by evil genius named Prince Evilo. <laughs> Evilo. <laughs> With a name like Evilo, you... It's got to be good. Your path... He really didn't have a chance. Yes, your path is pretty much determined. It's like being named Jeeves. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it is time for me... It is time to summon my four top lieutenants... The devil's dozen has work to do. The first to arrive is a witch-like figure on an ultra-modern broomstick. <laughs> Welcome, Hag. <laughs> you may look as old as the planets, but your equipment is certainly up to date. Next, galloping on air, comes the creature who combines the attributes of the Greek centaur in a storm being of Germanic legend. Aha! The wild huntsman of our own member of the horsey set. Greetings! Uh. Doesn't that mean something totally different? Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> uh, so not going there. So not going there. <laughs> not uh, after last night, anyway. No. God, no. <laughs> the third arrival looks like a hero of Welsh tales. Come in. I've got no idea. Is how he's fat and drunk? <laughs> Sujin? <laughs> yes. yes. Um, in... Yeah, Sugin or something like that. I've, uh, I have no idea how to pronounce Welsh. <laughs> we should have called Blue Meanie. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Get him on the line. <laughs> yeah, he's probably drunk right now. <laughs> yeah, uh, well, he's just like Sujin, who never gets enough to drink, little man. <laughs> and finally, in stocks, the living personification of a Greek god. Ah, the handsome Apollo completes our council. Now we have some planning to do. Our first job. <laughs> Why do we need that fugitive from a stable? This is no horse opera. 
tut tut, haggy old crone. A horse has four whims. The only creature I know of that has six is an insect. <laughs> You've just shot off your big mouth just once too often, pretty boy. And then he blows on his horn, whoosh, and knocks everybody over. And Evil says, Stop! The wind you created with your storm horn is blowing us all away. If I could lay my broomstick on him, I'd flatten that four-footed freak. And uh, he throws out his rope and... <laughs> oh, rope in all you little doggies with one flip of my elastic lasso. Holy yeah. anachronism, Batman. <laughs> uh, you, you'd think it was Dr. Mayavale. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Why must you all disrupt our meetings by acting like a pack of mongrels fighting over a bone because it's the only action we've been getting lately i want to quit planning and start a robbery we're julius friends our waiting is over we strike at once in four places apollo you will rob the central branch of the interplanetary bank but beware of the monster watchdogs that guard it with my looks and talent how can i miss hmm (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. Apollo leads a group of criminals to a spaceship and blasts off for the bank. Where? Are you sure you can handle those beasts, Apollo? We're taught to recognize friends by certain signs, which we don't know. Leave them to me. I have the one sure way to get past them without flashing a high sign to the sentries. And uh, he just keeps walking through, and he plays his little harp and uh, he is able to get past all the beasts and a guard says great guns you turn the king size watchdogs into pussycats and then he walks in the bank uh, I don't think those are guards actually they are members of their evil goons sorry and he walks into the bank and uh, the tellers just Hand him all the money. And he says, ha ha, every man from my world has this power over chicks. <laughs> and uh, they just keep loading him up with money as uh, evil those goons walk out with it. And uh, at that moment, uh, a spacecraft approaching the bank asteroid. I wish you weren't with us, honey. I worry about you getting into danger, says Lightning Lad, this Saturn girl. <laughs> I suppose I don't worry about you, especially after you lost an arm on a Legion job. What is this, a Legion mission or a worry clinic? Love does that to people. Uh, <laughs> surprise, surprise. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> but as the legionnaires emerge from their ship, hey, the beast guards are getting ugly. Getting ugly. They began ugly. <laughs> they should be friendly to us, but I can't even get through to them with my mental powers. Naturally, tune I'm playing has turned them against the superheroes. So Apollo is just standing there. <laughs> Chameleon boy, colossal boy, and I will tackle him while you two go after the bank thieves. Surprise is flying, but we haven't given him a flight ring yet. What other powers does he have, and who is he under that lead armor? Oh, huh. And uh, whoever they... he is, he's dreamy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they start fighting, and the, the creatures and the first 
creature Colossal Boy goes up against is a jigsaw creature. He tries to knock it out right away, but uh-oh, miss. This weirdie is really four animals with it attached themselves to each other. So they seem to be one. It's like a living jigsaw puzzle. And uh, the torso grabs him as the head flies away and there's just a snake crawling on the ground. <laughs> and as he's getting hugged by the torso, he is getting kicked in the butt by the legs. And uh, there's only one way to get around it. And so he shrinks to normal size and the legs kick the snake and the uh, head gets grabbed by the arms. And <laughs> it's the, it's Colossal Boy says, haha, I figured the best way to beat the multiple jigsaw creature was to get it to fight among itself. Meanwhile, a surprise approaches the second monster. It lets out a huge... Ooh, this sound emitted by this loudspeaker beast could split the Legionnaire's eardrums. The sound waves are battering me like a tidal wave. First, I'll tune my earphones to send out a counter signal. At least that'll save a few ears, and if I can just get close enough to that walking sound effects machine before it hits the right note to shatter this armor. Made it! He flies off and just punches it on top of the head. Should be enough to send him to lullaby land. First he flies, now he floors a monster with one punch. Surprise seems to be as powerful as Superboy. The chameleon boy faces the mightiest creature of them all. Bouncing boulders, that was too close. The asteroid serpent uses its multiple eyes to shoot bullets that vaporize its prey into gaseous food. Then it inhales the air calories since it has no mouth for eating. That's Sweet air calorie. Yeah. Really yeah. calories, baby. Mm. Mm. Okay. I hate inhaling your calories. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and he turns into a spider creature. And this calls for a quick switcheroo. I'll tackle that oversized worm by becoming a spider and trapping him in a web. And he wraps him up in a web and says, that's that. Maybe I should add a label to my package. Do not open till Christmas. And then we get <laughs> Chameleon Boy saying, in case a certain web-headed character thinks I'm stealing his thunder, I'd like to remind him that I was changing to all sorts of weird shapes long before he walked up his first wall. Wow. Just wow. That's a little <laughs> Wow. Wink. I'm not sure who he's referring to. It complete with the filmation cartoon wink on it. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, in the bank, Garth and Garth Rands and Irma, Saturn Girl, Ardeen, come face to face with Apollo's gang. Legionnaires, stop them. Stay back, Irma. I'll handle these baddies. Why should I miss the phone? I'm sticking with you. The silver chain money from Jorna will put you in a real bind. Think so? And, oh, Keith charges it and zap. The uh, the goon gets uh, a bit of a shock. And uh, the Saturn ring money, uh, Saturn girl throws it over the uh, goons and gets them tied up. It's made from the rarest mineral, mineral arctite, which generates super cold. My little ring toss game won't hurt you, but it should keep you on ice. And then she comes face to face with Apollo. I know you wouldn't do anything to thwart Apollo. Apollo, eh? My telepathic powers tell me you're Tal Oberyn, a wanted space hijacker, and that you're irresistible to girls. Well, you can't charm me, lover boy. Save your fascinating manner for the jury. You'll need it. 
don't try to hide your feelings. You're mad about me. You can just okay. see him. He's like, all right, all right, all right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> He's not wearing a shirt. See? It is Matthew McConaughey. Uh. How can any girl resist me like this? I must win her over. I dare not weaken, but he's too powerful. I can't help myself. Yes, I love you. Triumph. Even Saturn girl's super mentality couldn't hold up against me. As a sign of my affection, I will give back what I stole. Take this first vision of loveliness. Don't touch it anymore. It's probably a booby trap. <laughs> yes, wait. I had a booby trap, and you're the booby. I said it for you. I counted on your interference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah Every yeah, time yeah. someone says booby trap now, I am taken back to Who Framed Roger Rabbit. <laughs> uh, I always go back to Goonies. Yes. Booby trap. Yeah, that works too. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Those crystal creatures are used as cash on Rojan. You'll notice that they feed on metal, just like Earth's piranha fish eat flesh. They'll strip off every ounce of steel on my robot arm unless I give them a good shock. Ugh. Did I forget to tell you? It's an interesting fact about the living crystals. They short-circuit anything electrical, even you. After Apollo releases his men. So, we wham out of the back way, but we don't... Have any of our dough on the ship yet? Forget it. We accomplished our mission to kidnap a legionnaire. Uh-oh. Freed from Apollo's cell, Saturn girl rushes outside where they have Garth. We walked into a trap. And they were out to snatch a legionnaire, and I was helpless to stop them. While we were finishing with the beasts, they reached their ship. We couldn't get to them before the takeoff. Saturn girl, I wish... This is... Uh, Surprise, it says Saturn Girl. I wish we could have done something. I know how much lightning lad, I mean Garth, meant to you. Him and his sympathy. He is the one who suggested Garth and I go into that place alone. Maybe he knew about the trap. Uh-oh. And Uh-oh. back at the headquarters. Could this be hmm? Legion Trader? <laughs> Uh-oh. Nothing like or, trusting your legionnaires. Or a robot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Either way, I'm taking a drink. <laughs> Yay! Uh, Take one for me. (laughs) (laughs) They had too great a lead. Our ship couldn't even keep them in sight. We'll organize a rescue party as soon as, uh uh-oh, another emergency call, this time from the richest man in the universe, calling And this is, of course, the first appearance of R.J. Brand. Yes. Yay. We'll get a little bit more about him in the next issue. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Invisible Kid gets the details from the Tycoon and Cosmic Boy, Feral Lad, and Matterator Lad. You take this one. Now, how does that money bags rate a direct line to us? He's the Santa Claus whose endowment helps support the Legion. I'm cutting myself <laughs> in <on> this deal. <laughs> well, all right, but only because Supergirl okayed you. I don't trust either of these newcomers, Ultra Boy. Surprise could have been in on that bank trap. Same on now. According to Chameleon Boy, our mysterious boy rookie showed off his showed off super strength and flying ability. He's as powerful as Superboy, and for, as for mysterious, hold on. If you mean these two could be Superboy and Supergirl, forget it. Why they don't even remember us now? Maybe the operation somehow turned out turned their pals evil. I know. I'll find out who surprises with my penetrator vision. It can see through that lead mask. No, Ultra Boy. We promised. 
You promised Invisible Kid, but I didn't. Out of the way while I unmask this lead-plated hero and find out who he really is. In question and answer time, will Ultra Boy discover the identities of the new Legionnaires? Who are they? And why did the Devil's Dozen put the snatch on Lightning Lad? But... Of course, now we have one to grow on, lost, <laughs> so to speak. a free education. So, uh, you, you stay in school, don't drop out to get a job because, well, you might still be... up as more Weisinger assistant editor? <laughs> you still <laughs> might, you'll be working at that grocery store five years later. Boy, howdy. <laughs> yeah. Nah. So stay in school, kids. We once had a school group come through the uh, the shop. That's exactly what I said. Stay in school, kids, or you could end up here. Yeah. They're one of those scared straight things. <laughs> oh. Well, that was exciting. It was. It was exciting. And we're not going to finish this story. We're going to save the oh. part two for the next episode. Yeah, so this is going to wait a whole week. Man. This is our first cliffhanger. Yes, exactly. How will y'all survive without us? So we have to wait a whole week to find out why the Devil's doesn't only has members. A whole week. (laughs) Exactly. Spectacular. Exactly. So we'll get into some more detail next week on RJ Brand as well, and uh, so lots, lots of stuff happening there. So. I guess I guess that's everything for for this week, and we will come yep. back with uh, with Adventure Comics three fifty one next week. So comments as always are welcome at Legion of Substitute Podcasters at gmail dot com, or you can head on over to the forum at forum dot dot com and join in the conversation there. We're also on the Twitter. You can follow us at LOSP Podcast. You and, kids your Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, uh, you can head over to our website. You guessed it, legionofsubstitutepodcasters.com, <laughs> and you can join in on uh, conversations on some of the episode threads there. So with that, we make our way back into the time bubble, heading back to the 21st century for a whole week. Mm-hmm. Yes. And uh, we will see you <laughs> next week. Have a great week. Sayonara, suckers. <laughs> Later. Bye.